The phrase that pays just might be AI 2.0. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Lara Pareka, and we're going to dig into something that has been on everybody's mind lately, which is artificial intelligence and the part that it is playing in our society tomorrow, (laughs) because tomorrow will be here before you know it. Nasdaq.com calls it a generational opportunity. AI 2.0 is a generational opportunity. What do they mean? Well, I remember when I was in college many moons ago, decades ago, when Apple came out, I remember taking a course in, um, a computer course, and oh my gosh, talk about antiquated. It wasn't even kindergarten compared to today. It was like preschool. We have come a long way, baby. But the thing is, we are now moving exponentially faster. Things are moving so fast that if you blink, you'll miss something. So let me first preface this episode with, I am not giving you any particular advice because who am I, right? I'm just the gal who's helping you out with uh, your communication and your being grounded and present here and now. So this is just what's on our mind. So we have to confront it. And I did a little more research for you, my dear. A generational opportunity? Does that mean I should buy stock? Well, maybe. Maybe not. See, if you jump and buy the wrong stock, you're going to lose money. So you want to be careful when you make choices like that. If you can afford to, yeah, sure. Spend a little extra money and taking a risk because we're supposed to be brave on this planet. We cannot just sit back and be so afraid to make any decision that we make no decision at all because that is a decision. We are in the second wave of AI. We are. There's nothing uh, else to say about it. We've been in the second phase for months now. Synthetic data. I hadn't even heard that term before. Uh, The synthetic data is data that's generated by AI to train other AI. (laughs) So now we're at a place where the artificial intelligence is actually teaching other artificial intelligence. Now, this is already being used, if you don't believe me, by a driverless driving industry. Think about it. Think about all the vehicles that don't need a driver. The financial services industry, insurance providers, big pharma, and so much more. Then there's another new term that I just recently learned, reinforcement learning. So this is next level. This is training machine learning models So think about automation and robotics. Boy, have they come a long way. And then there's federated learning, (laughs) combining models and sharing data. This is the thing. It's very interconnected now. So AI, there's so many AI apps. Did you know there were apps now with artificial intelligence? Yes, yes, yes. They're interconnected. Now think uh, Google and Microsoft. They're using them. Uh, right now. 2.0 is decentralized and it's kind of like self-sufficient decision-making from artificial intelligence because of the decentralization. So what does that mean for us? Well, constant improvement and problem-solving capabilities of the AI that we're using already in our lives. It's adaptable. That's the thing. That's the big difference now between the first version of AI and now this second wave, which has been called, been uh, labeled 2.0. It's adaptable. It can change. So we've already seen it make things more efficient. AI has helped us with security, decision making. It's in, it's in every 
industry I can think of, uh, education. It's now helping with differentiated instruction. When I was a Northeast Region Urban Teacher Mentor, I trained teachers on how to differentiate their instruction so that each child could get what they needed with their learning style and their pace and their abilities and from where they were, where they were starting. Because we all know that kids don't start at the same place in every subject just because they turn a certain age, right? And that's how our educational system is set up now. You go to a class that has other students your age. Well, when I was teaching these new teachers how to do differentiated instruction, the problem was always that there was one teacher and lots of kids. (laughs) And how could she be all these different places at once? And how could she be teaching them all these different styles and different ways and from different angles and starting in different positions when she's just one person? Enter AI. And by the way, even before AI, uh, well, AI has been around for a while. So definitely long before AI 2.0, we've been using artificial intelligence to help us to inform learning in the classroom and in education in general. But now it's all a whole new level. Now AI can differentiate instruction for each child and personalize the learning. And AI can run facilitated learning environments. So there's so much going on in every field. And of course, I, um, since I hail from education, I know a little more about that. But in, in just in everyday life, AI uh, food scanners. Yep, not just taking photos, but taking videos of a plate of food and being able to tell you the nutritional content, being able to tell um, different companies how much spoilage by not just measuring the trash in the trash can when people scrape their plates, but looking at each plate and seeing what's left on it. This is amazing, isn't it? The good that can come from AI surely will outweigh the bad. Now, so many doomsdayers are worried, and who knows, there could be some very big potential risks. But for now, hopping on board by utilizing versus tolerating. I had a mentor once when I was young, and he would say, utilize versus tolerate. You're not just going to tolerate something. You're going to utilize it to its best, to your best ability. So we're already doing this now with that smartphone in your hand. You are utilizing technology. So why not utilize AI to, the, to help you with uh, your everyday and with even work, you know, work, home? It's just amazing how much you can do. Should you stock up on stock or not? (laughs) To stock up or not to stock up, that is the question. Well, you better do your homework because how else will you know? You cannot just uh, blindly follow someone else who's telling you what they think. Although, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, Elon Musk has already put 50 million of his own money into AI. What does that say? He's launched a new business. Of course, he's always doing that, right? But he's launched a, launched a new AI business. Amazon has invested $100 million in AI. <laughs> and these are just the small players. These are not the biggest players, you guys. Microsoft, Bill Gates, everybody's committing money. Mark Zuckerberg, they're putting money into it. And when everyone who is really good at making money starts doing this, you should take note. Take note and say, hmm, let's see, what could this mean for me? Google, investing almost $31 billion? that's a lot of money. And I'm telling you, if it means that the average person should, you know, I don't know, 
take a look at not just how they can use AI, but maybe benefit financially, then why not? Why not take a chance? The Chinese government sure has. <laughs> the, the China has uh, really embraced AI. And so we should, we'd be remiss if we didn't pay attention to that. You know, take a look and say, hmm, what are they doing and why are they doing it? They're making AI robots because it's cheaper. And guess what? America can make AI robots too. So manufacturing just might come back here. And it already has started to. We may see a lot of jobs being lost, but we're also going to see a lot of jobs being created. Let's see, we might have new jobs in construction, maintenance, transportation, management. Yes, we will have more jobs. Don't worry. Don't worry your little head over it. (laughs) I tend to uh, believe Elon Musk because he seems to be pretty smart. I don't know. You may or may not agree with a lot of the things he does, but he definitely has vision. There's no doubting that. Nobody, Nobody could take that away from him. All right. If you're a lawyer, data processor, maybe even a factory worker or someone in a customer service or radiology, guess what? (laughs) Your job might go the way of the telegraph operators. And when's the last time you saw a typewriter repairman advertise that they needed business? (laughs) They've all gone out of business, but it's okay because when old jobs are move away, new jobs come in. And so it's about being attentive and using those critical thinking skills that you have to stay ahead of the game, or at least not to get left far behind. You don't want to have to worry about all the squawking going on about um, the bad things that could happen from AI. Instead, embrace it. Embrace the good parts of it. You know, be attentive so that you're not going to get um, hoodwinked. But it might, it may or may not be intelligent to buy a stock or two and see where it goes. I don't know. I'm not giving you advice. (laughs) That's not my place. But I'm just saying, paying attention The phrase that pays these days just might be AI 2.0. I don't know. Back when I was in high school, I wish I hadn't missed out on Microsoft stock. Ah, boy, the percentage of increase is staggering. Even if you only, even if I had only put a couple hundred dollars in, hmm. Well, at any rate, sleep well, breathe deep, and rest assured knowing that however it turns out, we'll be okay. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.